Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, coming to you with another episode of Girl Code 101. Today's topic, bystander or upstander, you choose. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome to an episode of Girl Code 101. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I am so excited today that you decided to pick Girl Code 101 to put into your ears. If you are a returning listener, you already know how it's about to go down. Welcome back as well. (laughs) Oh man, so literally there is not a person in the world, I believe, that has not been just overwhelmed and just shook by the week's events and if you don't know what's going on there's literally a million things that's going on but I want to focus on one particular part for this episode today but I mean you have the coronavirus you have elections coming up in November you have all of these different things people are unemployed people are still trying to get back into um, some normalcy if that if we can even do that um well I know with some places still having restrictions um and we just had the murder of yet again another black male and it's so overwhelming to even talk about today and I, I really kind of well it just never have come has come up, but I normally have not had any discussions pertaining to any type of racial thing on my show. Um, but it's one of those things where you literally cannot not have that conversation. And it's so important to have that conversation because we try to sweep it under the rug sometimes, or it's like one of those topics, like I've always heard, don't ever talk about religion or politics. (laughs) Like those are the two things I always hear, like don't talk about. And I kind of feel like racism is also one of those topics that you really don't know how to discuss it or how to talk about it. And you have people that are angry and they are expressing their anger. And then you have people who are angry and they just are feeling like they don't know what to do. But today I wanted to talk about that particular topic of the murder of George Floyd, as well as countless other African-American men and women and kids in the United States and how things are different now versus how they are, how they used to be. Okay. So how they were like how they used to be and how they are now. So I know for, um, for an example, There were so many different types of issues that were happening years and years ago, but we only had to rely on witnesses accounts and, you know, all these different things. Well, now we live in a technology based world, so everything is being recorded. And so I think one of the craziest quotes, quotes that I heard, I never thought about it, but the quote was racism is not being racism isn't new. It's just being recorded. And it's like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to talk about the topic of being an upstander and being a bystander. And it was so crazy because I went over this with my girls at Girls Inc. And I did not think about the fact that I would have to turn right back around and have this discussion in pertaining to this topic. 
So for one, just kind of just giving like an overview definition, you know, a bystander to someone that just kind of watches things happen, doesn't really get involved, doesn't really say anything, just kind of watching it. So for example, like I'm not even going to lie, I'm just being honest. When I was in high school, whenever a fight broke out, I was not the one to be like, you guys stop this. Don't do this. This is not a good choice. I was the one that was watching and I was the one not saying anything. And I was the one that would literally walk about about 10 or 15 blocks to where the fight was to watch it. I'm just being transparent. I'm just being honest. Just, you know, so that's being a bystander, but being an upstander is you see something wrong and you try your best to try to help the situation where it doesn't escalate to a bad place. So for example, I'm just using an example that I use with my girls. Um, If you see someone being mean to somebody, being an upstander would go and try to help that person or, or whatever type of resource that you have to help that person. Maybe it's just grabbing a teacher or, you know, an adult or whether it's um, actually going and approaching the person yourself. And I'm going to go ahead and just go on the record and say it because I know somebody's thinking I'm not going to get involved in, in any of that. You know, so I'm not going to get involved in a situation because the situation might turn on me or I'm not going to do this and this and that. There's been so many instances that have occurred in our history that had somebody not decided to be an upstander, it would have never changed. Okay. So my thing is, I'm not, I'm not telling you to go and be an activist and go and, you know, protest and march. And every single time you see somebody um, in a difficult situation, you got to go run and jump in. And I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is if you have the power to be an upstanding in a way that will prevent the problem um, and and help it um, not escalate to a bad place. If you have that ability, do it. So for example, with the recording of the video of George Floyd, when he um, basically had an officer with his knee on his neck, there was recording of it. And you had other upstanders that will bystanders at first, but then change to upstanders that were saying, Hey, you know, he can't breathe, you know, please stop. Don't please. He, he's not resisting, you know, stuff like that. And then you even had the 17 year old girl who recorded the incident. And a lot of people will say, well, she was just kind of a bystander because she didn't really do anything or she just recorded it. But had she not recorded it, who's to say how this outcome would have happened? You know what I'm saying? Would this outcome have been this officer actually being arrested or would this have been a thing where we would have had to fight to get him arrested? You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to being a bystander, bystander, being a bystander means, you know, something is wrong, but you're choosing not to try to prevent it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like going back to what I said with, with fights, you know what I'm saying? I was a bystander. I could, I, I came and I just watched the fight. I could have literally not have gone. I mean, when I tell you, we walked about about 10 or 15 blocks and a lot of my friends from, from my high school, they remember a lot of times we walked down to where the, the fight was like by about 10 or 15 blocks to go and see a fight, going to see something negative. You know what I'm saying? But I guarantee you there wouldn't have been a crowd to go see something super duper positive. 
You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because that's the world we live in. Like fights on Facebook, those get shared more than graduations. I kid you not. I can't even play around with it. I am being so serious. If you go on your Facebook um, feed and you kind of scroll through, the first thing you'll see is someone recording someone else fighting and, and totally making a fool out of themselves. You'll see more of that before you see someone graduating from high school or from college or seeing someone start their brand new business and having the scissors where you they cut the tape, um, they cut the ribbon to celebrate their new business. You see more negative than you see positive. And that's one of the things with being a bystander. Being a bystander means you're allowing things to happen in your presence if you have the power to speak up and change it but you're choosing not to you're allowing things to happen in your presence and you not say or try to attempt to do anything now I'm going to go ahead and be honest because of the world we live in and I even told this to my girls because I don't want to give them false hope there are some times when being an upstander is hard And sometimes being an upstander, it may not work the first couple of times. So for one of the examples that I I, I did with the girls is if you see someone being bullied and you may try to go and say something to the bully and the bully doesn't stop. Okay, you were being an upstander. You tried, but that didn't work. So now what's your next move? They, some of their replies were like, you know, go get a teacher, um, go get an adult that you trust, um, try to help the person, not the bully, try to get the person out of the situation, you know, all these different things, which was, was so good, um, responses. So take that idea from like the kid level and take it to an adult level. If you see something that is not working out the first time, what's your next move? You know what I'm saying? So with with this whole thing with with that video, I mean, when I tell you it was gut-wrenching and horrible to watch as he literally begged for his life, like that was so difficult. And that was a hard, hard pill to swallow watching it. I Sometimes I literally had to turn the TV off and change or change the channel because I was like, this is just too much. This is too much. And... I listened to the uh, to the interview with one of the upstanders that, you know, tried to talk with the officer and try to negotiate with him and tell him, you know, he can't breathe, you know, trying his best to do all that he can with being an upstander because he literally could have just stood there and watched. Think about how many times there have been situations that wouldn't that needed somebody to step in. You don't have to, it wasn't a thing. I'm not telling you to go and get a baseball bat and like swing on somebody. I'm not telling you to do that, but I'm telling you to do whatever you can to change the situation, whether it's trying to negotiate, whether it's trying to talk someone down from doing something, whether it's giving someone another option or choices, whatever needs to be done that's in your power to do. Don't be a bystander and watch lives be taken or watch people get hurt or bullied or watch someone harm themselves. And you're just kind of standing on the sidelines because the first thing we'll say, we'll fold our arms and say, what? That's none of my business. Like, what? <laughs> like that that's none of your business. You know what I'm saying? Like we we have 
grown into this this world of I got mine so you better get yours I figured this out so you better figure it out too kind of thing and that is so scary that is so scary to kind of see in some instances that we're becoming a world where it's I'm only worrying about myself and you better figure out how to get yours kind of thing so don't be a bystander and you know with the topic of being a bystander what I love so much about well even being an upstander what I love so much about the friends that I have because I mean this whole entire thing has literally just opened the door to so many different wounds when it comes to racism and when it comes to being judged and um just not feeling just kind of feeling like what can I do I loved the fact that I had so many of my friends or you know colleagues and or people I know who were white that were just as outraged as I was being black you know what I'm saying like it was it was so amazing to see because it made it it let me know that they understood that they have privilege, but they understood with their privilege that their voice could help do something about what was going on in our society. So that was so life-changing to me and that felt so great. And that it felt great to know that they weren't bystanders, that we're friends or we're colleagues and we're good friends and good colleagues, but when something racial comes up, they just kind of, you know, disappear into the shadows and like, yep, that's not my battle. I was so glad that they weren't bystanders. I shout out to every single Caucasian, white, however you want to say it, friend that was an upstander when it came to how all of this has been playing out. And I thank you so much that you weren't bystanders and just only cool when things were cool you know what I'm saying and I'm telling you the upstanders are coming out of any and everywhere like I was looking on Facebook and I saw the like Amish people you know and these are people that don't really this is you know their religion they don't really do TV or cell phones or social media and stuff like that but they were able to find out about what was going on in our country and they went to protest you know what I'm saying like like wow and then like just this morning I saw in London they're protesting in London they're protesting in Brazil you, you know what I'm saying all of these upstanders are coming out of all of these different places to to protest what we all know is not okay And that's when you have to really get into your mind when something is not okay. Like I think for a lot, I think a lot of times that switch between becoming a bystander and and then switching on and being an upstander is realizing that this is not okay. You know what I'm saying? We see something going on, but it's when our minds click in and realize "Mm, that's not okay. That bully is not okay. That injustice is not okay. Racism is not okay. Sexism is not okay. These things are not okay. That's it's, that's when our brains really switch from bystander to upstander. Is when we really let that sink in. But you know, a lot of times we don't let that sink in because we're cool with not getting involved. 
And the first thing we'll say is, well, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't, I didn't hit anybody. I didn't bully that person. I didn't discriminate against this person. I didn't do that. But when you knew something was wrong and you chose not to say something, you were still wrong. Period. (laughs) Period. If you knew something, I'm just going to say it again. If you knew something was wrong and you chose not to try to do something about it, whether it was you personally or getting the resources to get that thing done. If you knew something was wrong and you chose to ignore it, you are in the wrong. It is what it is. And I said what I said. So we cannot allow ourselves to be bystanders and go about our business thinking we did nothing wrong. There's just no way we can't do it. It's we can't. We can't because if everybody became a bystander, you think this, you think this world is out of control now. If everybody decided to be a bystander and not do anything, this world would literally kill itself because so many things would be going on that would be wrong and nobody would say anything because that's not my business and I can't get involved with that. And that didn't have anything to do with me. And I don't even know what fully happened. Okay. Going back to the example of George Floyd, you don't even know what happened from the beginning. Okay. But for eight minutes, for eight minutes, you could have seen if you were there in the actual thing for eight minutes, you saw an officer put his knee on the back of someone's neck that was no longer resisting. I don't even know. He wasn't even resisting from the beginning. You watched that. For eight minutes, even if you don't know what previously happened for him to even get arrested or be in this situation, but you watched for eight minutes as this person was in a position of not being able to breathe. And I hope the first thing you wouldn't have said out of your mouth was that ain't got nothing to do with me. That doesn't matter if you're black, if you're white, that doesn't matter. That does not matter. If you see something that is happening and you allow yourself to literally turn your back and keep it moving, you're in the wrong too. You may not be in the wrong as the me may not be as in the wrong as the person that did it, but you're in the wrong too. So don't be a bystander. Anybody who's listening to this, share this with your friends. Like this is one of those episodes where I'm like, share it, share it, share it. Do not be a bystander when things are wrong. Do not be a bystander when you know in your heart that you can do something about it. It it does not have to be you personally. If you know somebody is being abused, I'm not telling you to go bust in their house and kill the abuser. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you know maybe somebody at a local organization or if you know somebody that's on a hotline, make a report. That's being an upstander. It doesn't always have to be in person. If you have resources over the phone or through text or email or whatever, if you know people at, um, um, in, in your, in your state, your, if you know your local officials, um, personally, if you know your governor, but like 
That's being an upstander, writing letters to them, going and talking to them, getting an appointment, whatever you want to get done in your community, whatever you want to get done in your neighborhood, whatever you want to get done in your job or whatever. Use those resources, be an upstander and stop being a bystander and watching things pass by and turning your head like it is what it is because it's not. It's not at all. So when I come back, I'm going to give you some tips on how to be an upstander. We already know how to be a bystander. You don't do nothing. <laughs> like period. That's it. I don't need to give you tips on I don't need to give you a definition of 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 what a bystander is because you don't do anything. That's a bystander. You just let things go by. But I'm going to give you some tips on how to be an upstander, whether it's you personally or whether it's what you can do behind the scenes or what you can do as far as passing it on to an organization that can take it and run with it. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hey, guess what? You now can advertise with Girl Code 101. Go to Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. This gives you the opportunity to have your ads running up to four Girl Code 101 episodes at a time. And it just all depends on where you want your ad to go. That's Girl Code 101 Podcast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to collaborate with you. Hey, everybody, welcome back. So, before the break, I was discussing being a bystander versus being an upstander in this world that we're living in and how we cannot afford to be bystanders because bystanders do nothing. They literally complain about it later, which is a thing. They complain about it, but they never do anything about it. Upstanders, if they're going to complain about it, they're doing something about it. They're working their resources. They're doing the best that they can. And they're trying their hardest to see how they can be a part of the change that they're trying to see in the world. So before, like I said, I'm not giving any type of tips or um, any more spotlight on being a bystander. Everything I'm about to give you now is about being an upstander. Everything. Okay. So number one, acknowledge it. Acknowledge, Acknowledge that there is an issue. Acknowledge that there is a problem. Don't just see the problem and keep it moving. Okay. Acknowledge that there is something wrong, whether it's, if you see it, whether it is, whether if it's you, um, trying to do something about it, whether it's with speech or with body language or whatever, but regardless, you have to acknowledge that there is a problem. Okay, because if you don't acknowledge that there is a problem, the problem never gets fixed. Okay, number two, try to say something. We'd be, you'd be surprised how powerful our words are, and, and how we can, how we can influence someone just by the words that we say. So don't just think, oh, I'm just, I'm just a kid. I can't really say anything or. They're older than me. I can't say anything. Or, you know, they're my boss. I can't say anything. (laughs) Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If you see something that's wrong, say something. It's important. Now, whether you say something to the actual person or the situation, or if you say something to somebody else, especially for, you know, my young people that listen, sometimes situations are out of your control and you want to do something about it and you don't know how to do something about it. Sometimes 
it ends up being where you have to go and get somebody that's on a higher level than you. And that's okay. You're still an upstander because you could have ignored it. So you're still an upstander, but sometimes things are just on a different level and you can't get on that level just yet. That's why it's important that we have each other and that we're upstanders. Okay. So try to say something. Okay. Say something. Number three, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That is the easiest thing for me to tell you over this microphone, but it is the hardest thing to do in real life. But you can't be afraid. You can't let fear stop you from trying to handle something that you know is wrong and that you know is affecting people and you know is something that goes against any and every type of thing in your gut to let you know that it's wrong. You like don't be afraid. Okay, sometimes it requires getting that buddy to go with you or that group of people to go with you or that organization to go with you. But even sometimes when we're in a big group, sometimes we're still scared. We're still afraid because you're basically going against the grain. You know what I'm saying? You're going against what what people think is okay. You're going against what people have believed their whole lives to be okay. And you know it's not okay because of your morals and, and, and your and common morals in the world. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a challenge. It's something you've probably never done before. So you may feel like, oh my God, this is crazy. I, I don't know if I could do this. Don't, don't, you don't do that. Don't be afraid. Okay. You keep going as much as you can. Don't let anybody who's doing wrong stop you from doing right. Okay. And the last one, don't drop the ball, okay? This is what kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. So you'll have people that are upset about something and they go through all these links and it goes on for a couple of days or a week and then they just kind of drop the ball. Like, yeah, whatever, they move on until something else comes up and then they're hype again and then it just kind of falls. Like, no, don't drop the ball, okay? If you know something in your community needs fixing and if you, and you've acknowledged it and you tried to say something and you've used your confidence and you went out and did it and maybe if the ball starts getting rolling, maybe, you always still need to be checking that out, okay? If you filed a report, like I know for a lot of us, we, we file, you know, abuse reports or you know if you're a mandated reporter which is every single person is a mandated reporter of abuse just throw that out there okay (laughs) um if, if if you're seeing that you know what i'm saying make sure that if you filed that report Make sure that you follow through to see what the end result is going to be. Because a lot of times people will report stuff or people will say stuff and they'll try to get the ball moving. And then once it's gotten to a good hype and you're like, cool, I can step away from this. It just flops. You be responsible for it. You reported it. You see it through. Okay. You see it through. That if you saw that person bully that person, you've told a teacher and they have making the steps to go through it. Make sure you check on that person that was being bullied. Still follow through, you know, hey, man, hey, girl, whatever. Hey, are you OK? I, I mean, are you you good? It's OK. You, you know, be that upstander. You know, what I'm saying don't drop the ball. Don't get it started and then let it flop. OK, so just going back over everything. Number one, acknowledge it. 
acknowledge that there is a problem happening. Number two, say something. Say something. Okay. Three, don't be afraid. It's new. It's overwhelming. It's, it's kind of scary, but don't be afraid. Okay. And number four, don't drop the ball. Once you've made the steps to make change, you see that change out. Okay. You see those steps out. Okay. Guys, we are in a difficult time right now. And there are so many bystanders. There are so many bystanders. There are so many people that are watching injustice, that are watching issues in their communities, in their homes, in their schools, in their jobs. They're seeing so many things that are wrong, but are choosing to be a bystander and hope, I mean, yeah, and choosing to be a bystander and hoping that someone else will see it. Well, if you see it, you do something about it. You be the change that you want in the world. You be the change that you're constantly complaining about that you want from your local officials or your president. You be that change. You want Trump to do something? No, you do something in your community. Okay. You want your local officials to do stuff? You do it too. Of course, they are in office. They have, you know, all of these other resources. But if you want your neighborhood clean, don't wait for your local officials to come and clean your neighborhood or send people to clean your neighborhood. You be the upstander. You get some people together. You organize something and get your neighborhood clean. Okay. If you would like to protest with your freedom of speech and you're in the amendment, You don't wait for somebody else to do it. You do it. You be the organizer. You make the purpose for your protest. You make the decisions as far as how you want things to go. You do it. If you see a problem, you do it. You do it. You do it. (laughs) Like, I can't stress that enough. You do it. You want to see change in the next four years? Get up and go vote if you're old enough to vote. Don't. What don't say, well, I'm just going to let the vote be what it is. And I can't stand when people say my vote doesn't matter because everybody, there's going to be so many votes. Your vote does matter. How do you know your vote isn't the one vote that can determine if we're going to have the same president in the next four years or whether we're going to get another one? If, and if you have problems in your, in your community or your neighborhood, then you need to get up and go vote. If you're having issues with your elected officials in your neighborhood, in your community, then you go vote. If you don't, if you have, if you have problems with our current president, then you need to be in the voting booths in November. And if you're not, nobody wants to hear your mouth about how he's not doing this or he's not doing that. Or I wish he would do that. No, 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 no. You didn't even put your two cents in. You stood by and was a bystander. And now you're expecting things to go your way. Don't know. Don't be a bystander and expect things to go your way. Okay. Be an upstander. So that way, if things don't go your way, you can at least say that you made the effort, that you at least put the work in. Okay. So we're going to get through this, y'all. We're going to get through this, but we'll get through it faster if we have more upstanders than bystanders. Okay. I'm Ashley Gray. Have a fantastic week and be safe. Hey. So, you know you don't have to wait until Sunday to hear an episode of Girl Code 101, right? 
Go to anchor.fm slash girlcode101. As soon as you click on that link, it will take you to any platform that you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you go. Go to any one of those links and you can listen to any episode of Girl Code 101 that has already been released. Make sure, though, that you continue to tune in every Sunday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time to hear the latest episode of Girl Code 101. Remember, these are great tips, but if you apply them, they will change your life.